And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts. You know, it's interesting when we think about the impact that each of us potentially have on the lives of others or those involved in full-time ministry, the pastors, teachers, and evangelists that have touched our lives and to see the fruit of that labor and the way in which it continues to carry on an impact for the sake of the kingdom generation after generation. Certainly our guest today fits that category. He actually came to Christ under the ministry of Dr. Carl Anderson from St. John Missionary Baptist Church, and we are pleased to have join us today the senior pastor of Deliverance Full Gospel Missionary Baptist Church of Oakland, Pastor Earl Bolin. Pastor Bolin, thank you so much for taking some time to spend with us today. Thank you so much for the invitation. And I wanted to mention that going right out the gate in our conversation today that um, you have sat under the ministry of Carl Anderson, of course, a name known to many of our listeners. And um, yeah. and actually, it, not only did you come to Christ under his ministry, but I understand that there was tremendous influence on your life that you actually accepted a call at the age of eight, which I find absolutely phenomenal and incredible. Yes, sir. Yes, I did receive that call at the age of eight to preach the gospel. You have got to be undoubtedly one of the the, the youngest pastors that I know, Um, and I'll mention for listeners, not only did you accept that calling at the age of eight, but I understand you were licensed to preach at the age of 16. Wow. Yes, I was. But t- tell us about the influence of either Dr. Anderson or, or, or what God was doing in your life. I know that, that you certainly were raised in a Christian family. Uh, mm-hmm. your, your, your parents were involved in, in ministry. And so th- that, that sense of influence around you must have played a, a, a tremendous impact on not only your decision for Christ, but ultimately answering the call to full-time ministry. Yes. Um, when I was a child, uh, Dr. Anderson had called my mother and my father together into the office, and uh, he had took a a bottle of oil, and he anointed my eye, and he put his thumb over my eye. You know, kind of kind of reminded me of how they did uh, on Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had, right. He had put his thumb on my eye, and uh, he had told my mother that I was going to be a seer, and I was going to be a prophet. And uh, he had kind of really laid out the the uh, vision of my life so that my parents would know who I am in God. And um, he spoke to my mom and told her that she would set the stage and her ministry would set the stage for my my up and coming ministry, you know, as I grew in Christ and everything. And uh, from that day forward, everything that he said has come to pass and I'm pastoring now and uh, leading God's people and uh, just seeing him as a child and as a a young boy growing up in church, you know, it was like, you know, some kids were focusing on Superman or, or Batman, but Reverend Anderson was that for me. He was just a man that I wanted to be like. And, you know, I think there's an important message in there for all of us that the potential that we have to be mentors, to be influencers, to lead young lives, to have a sense of being able to see the potential 
in young people and to help encourage and foster and kind of, you know, set that spark to flame, so to speak, is yes. so critically important. And, and you know, we, we speak of um, Pastor, Pastor Anderson and, uh, you know, he not only was influential in your life, I can think of others. Uh, Pastor yeah. John Belt is another one that comes to mind. Uh, listeners mm-hmm. will certainly know a Pastor Belt who also came up under the ministry and the, and the pulpit teaching of Dr. Carl Anderson. And again, that sense of, of recognizing young talent, having a, a, an, an eye to see, so to speak, into the spiritual world, and yes. then being able to go in and provide encouragement and, and exhortation to really help challenge that young person to respond to the call, be it evangelism, be it pastoral ministry, whatever it might be. I, I think that that's, that's not only a special talent, but ultimately, isn't that something that we should be trying to do for all young people that come under our day-to-day sphere of influence? That's right. I believe that. And uh, it, it's really about ushering young people into their destiny. You know, uh, just like my mother, uh, when she saw me playing on the pots, she put me in drum lessons. When she saw me hitting the table like a piano, she put me in uh, a piano lessons. So, you know, it's really about parents and, and people of influence when they see children in their lives doing things. It's uh, their job to help them, usher them into their destiny. Though perhaps uh, with full disclosure here, uh, Pastor Bullen, uh, you had you had some strong and, and solid roots, <laughs> at least in that musical arena. Uh, yeah. Your mother, known globally as a gospel recording artist and gospel performer. Yes, she is. She is, and uh, I've been able to travel the world with her, and and now have uh, picked up the baton and uh, gone to places like Africa and. Um, doing a lot of international ministry myself. Wow, that's exciting! And I'll mention, by the way, your your mother is Frieda Mitchell for folks that uh, that will recognize the name. Yes. So let's talk a bit about um, your calling into ministry and your or- ordination at the age of twenty one. At that young age, uh, most guys are thinking about uh, the new car that they want to buy and hop up, or what girl they're hoping to date. Um, God clearly had uh, a strong hand on you. Walk us through the process. Uh, As you began to answer that call, did you have any sense of exactly where God would direct you? Um, At that time, uh, I was a part of a ministry, and my leader had just passed away, and uh, he was kind of grooming me and getting me prepared. But, you know, a lot of times when when senior leaders pass, you know, uh, because they're so involved in ministry, sometimes they they make the mistake of not thinking for the future. And so at that time, uh, at the age of 20, uh, you know, kind of church people thought I was too young and uh, I didn't know enough to be a senior pastor. But, you know, the Bible says, let no man despise your youth. That's right. And so even though I was young, I knew God's hand was on my life. And just because my ministry may not have uh, flourished or uh, been established there as a pastor, I knew that God had called me to be a pastor. And so uh, my one of my spiritual fathers, Pastor Charles Hopkins, he said, well, I'll ordain you and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll ordain you to be a pastor. And so I went through my ordination and, you know, got asked the questions and did my trial sermon and 
then after that, uh, I was 21 then. And then after that, I became uh, the pastor, the organizing pastor of Deliverance Church. Wow. It's been a, a, a tremendous legacy, not only in terms of the one that you have grown up under, but the one that you are now establishing. And, and I think, and again, to, to come back full circle to this notion, young people today need mentors. They need examples. And, and sadly, yes. we look at the attack on the family, the challenges that so many households are facing with single parents trying to bring food to the table and keep a roof over the children's heads and sometimes play the dual role of mother and father can be challenging. And and yet that sense of, of young people needing that, that mentorship, you know, I I think that there's an opportunity there for everybody involved in the church. Look at the older saints that may be have have retired and have a sense that, gee, I, I don't have much purpose in life anymore. I just, you know, I'm home all day. I don't work anymore. Wow, what a chance that they could have to mentor a young man or a young woman in ministry. Yes, yes, that's very true. And, uh, you know, now, um, you know, a lot of times people don't want to listen to elders and people of influence and things like that, but we will get a lot further by sitting and listening to wise counsel. Isn't that true? Yeah, I think I think as as a kid when I was in my teens, I thought my father was pretty stupid, and then the older I got, I realized, you know what? He he's a pretty smart guy after yeah. all. <laughs> I, yeah. I I think that's the inclination of of all young people. They like to discount yeah. the, the the wisdom of their seniors, and then when they get older, they realize, you know what? Mom and dad are not so stupid as they thought they were. Exactly. <laughs> Our conversation today with Pastor Bishop Earl Bullen, Senior Pastor at Deliverance Full Gospel Missionary Baptist Church of Oakland. We'll take a brief time out, come back to more of our conversation right after this. And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts. Welcome back. Our visit continues with Pastor Earl Bullen, Senior Pastor at Deliverance Full Gospel Missionary Baptist Church of Oakland. Bishop Bullen, I want to pick up the conversation where we left off just prior to the break. Talk to us a bit about what God is doing in your ministry today. As we mentioned, you've got a rich background. You've sat under some phenomenal teaching ministries. Um, Mm -hmm. You went through and attended both Shiloh Bible College, Patton University, um, and have moved on to get associate degree, master's degree, doctorate degree as well. So obviously you're a, you're a big fan of, of education. Give us a sense yeah. of what God is doing right now through the ministry of Deliverance Full Gospel. Um, right now, God is doing some great things in our ministry. Um, we've just recently celebrated our 10th year church anniversary. And so I believe that, you know, if a ministry can make it past five years, you know, they're doing good. And so, um, you know, sometimes up, sometimes down, but God has really sustained us. And through the ministry there, we've been able to feed the homeless and uh, minister to young people. We've been able to give away uh, toys during the holiday season, to give away food uh, during the Thanksgiving season. And uh, we have a powerful witnessing tool that we use both on social media and uh, in-person witnessing, going out, you know, uh, uh, telling people about Christ. And the, uh, those mechanisms have really added to the church. And uh, we have a good group of people. Um, they're maturing in Christ. You know, and we're doing what we can to show them the way. And uh, God has really blessed us. Uh, my mother and I 
uh, we founded the ministry together and uh, God has really blessed us to uh, do some extreme things for God. Uh, we're located in Oakland. And, uh, you know, when I first started, people were telling me, well, it's not a good time to start a church. Uh, you should do it at this time. You should do it at that time. But uh, then uh, one of the elder preachers got up in the meeting and said, you know, no, he has to do what the Lord tells him to do. And so uh, now that I've been doing what God has told me to do, everything has been on the up and up. And I, you know, I can't complain. God has been blessing us. You know, it's interesting because folks will sometimes use that as a sort of a scapegoat or an escape yeah. hatch. Say, well, right. you know, they, it, it's 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 not the right time. Or, well, it's the right time, but it's not the right place. Right. <laughs> and, and, and yet, you know, in the end of the day, trusting the power of the Holy Spirit to guide us. And yes. knowing that God wants to plant us, equip us. And then use us in wherever it might be, in whatever place that might be, uh, to 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 influence the world for the sake of the gospel. And uh, m- maybe sometimes we spend too much time thinking it's all about us and the timing and the location and our efforts, not recognizing at the end of the day, it's really about His faithfulness and our obedience. Yes. And now recently, uh, I just got ordained as a bishop uh, last year. Uh, in Africa and Liberia, West Africa. And uh, I became the bishop over the International Fellowship of Pastors and Churches. And uh, the Lord put it on my heart uh, to connect with other, uh, you know, uh, African ministers from all over the world. And uh, the fellowship is growing by leaps and bounds. And uh, we have a good team of people, of pastors from Africa and even the uh, the black Spanish speaking and Dominican Republic and places like that, and uh, I've traveled to some of those places sharing the gospel to Liberia, to uh, Kenya, South Africa, to uh, Sierra Leone, Africa, and the Lord has really just blessed me. So you're you're really taking that mandate to bring the gospel into all the world, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost. You're taking that seriously. Yes, I take that seriously. Why is, do you think that's important? For the, for the benefit of those eavesdropping on our conversation, Bishop Bullen, why is that sense of sensitivity for world missions and thinking beyond just influencing our local neighborhood and our community to going, as we say, to the uttermost parts of the earth, why is that so critically important in your opinion? I normally say because Christ, when he died, he did the mission. You know, uh, you know, God saw that it wasn't enough with Moses and uh, the prophets. And so he sent Christ and Christ did the mission. So he left the church, the great commission, which is to go into mm. all the world and to spread the gospel. And the mission has already been done. But it's our job and it's our mandate to not just keep ministry where we are. But it needs to be spread abroad to the world because, uh, you know, the Bible says clearly that when the gospel is spread all over the world, that's when the end time will come. And so I believe that's why we see a lot of ministers and a lot of preachers rising up in this season to do world missions on a greater scale. So there's that that sense of urgency, and certainly anyone yes. who even casually looks at the news on a day-to-day basis understands that there's a lot of trouble in the world today. 
That's and, right. Uh, and certainly the impact of man's uh, sin nature, our, our fallen condition, has been contributory to most of that trouble. We've, we've kind of, you know, stewing in our own juices, as the saying goes. Uh, yes. But, but to think beyond ourselves and to recognize, the, you know, the, the, great, the greatest commandment, the great commission, that we should love our, our neighbors as ourselves and, of course, love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, body, and soul— and then yes. along with that, to be about that master's business and, and yes. uh, to, to think beyond just um, what goes on in our family and to think about, well, what's happening in my neighborhood? What's happening in my larger community? And what can we do yes. to effectively take the gospel to every part so that every tribe, every tongue on every continent and every country hears this gospel message? And I, I want you to touch on the issue because a lot of people look at this from the perspective of, well, that's right, and we're sure glad that Bishop Bullen is doing that. But as for me, well, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not really equipped to do that. A lot of folks sometimes think that, that overseas missions is just for the professional or that evangelism is only for the evangelist. Speak to that issue, if you would, Bishop Bullen, from the perspective of, of how God wants to use all of us effectively, yeah. both in our own Judea as well as Samaria and the uttermost part. Speak to that, if you would, please. Yes, we, we've all been called to be an evangelist. You know, the, the pastor is just not, uh, certainly a pastor has that evangelistic anointing on him. But, uh, you know, the Bible says that sheep beget sheep. And so we all have to own our part, you know, in uh, even why, the church is declining today because people are not witnessing, you know, uh, they're not, uh, you know, you can, there's something called relationship evangelism and you can minister to somebody, you know, that's right next door to you or that's in your family. But, you know, we're too shy and we're too bashful to do that, you know? And so we all have been mandated to win souls for Christ, everybody. And we need to understand that even if you are, not one to travel or not one to do world missions, you can definitely support somebody who is to help them further the gospel. Our conversation today with Pastor Bishop Earl Bullen, Senior Pastor at Deliverance Full Gospel Missionary Baptist Church of Oakland. We'll take a brief time out, come back to more of our conversation right after this. And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts. Welcome back. Our visit continues with Pastor Earl Bolin, Senior Pastor at Deliverance Full Gospel Missionary Baptist Church of Oakland. Bishop Bolin, I want to pick up the conversation where we left off just prior to the break. A, a word about that, because again, that there sometimes is that sense of, well, you know, I, I'm, I don't memorize scripture as well. I can't answer questions with the same sense of confidence that pastor can to yeah. somehow think that the notion of making disciples is only a job of the professionals. But isn't that a responsibility for each and every one of us? It is. Some of us use humility as a scapegoat. <laughs> You know, by making comments like, well, I can't do this or, you know, I can't memorize scriptures. I can't. And we use our, I can't to hinder us from doing, you know, what we should be doing. You know, so we sometimes need to some some people use humility as a crutch. And so God has really put that word in me to tell people, you know, don't use your humility as a crutch. Don't use your humility and get uh, get stuffed at, get get uh, you know God's will out of the way. 
because you you so bashful, you so shy, or you feel that you can't do this, you can't do that. You can do all the Bible says we can do all things through Christ. Maybe perhaps it's not only a sense of humility and 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 maybe maybe a little bit of lack of confidence, but but then yeah. too, you know, a, a convenient escape. It's like, well, you know, if I put it all on the, on the quote unquote professional evangelist, then yes. I feel like I'm somehow uh, absolved of any sense of obligation. But that doesn't speak very highly to number one, where we at in our own walk with Christ. Yeah. Let alone the sense of 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 how we view our role in the kingdom, and most importantly, our role as a disciple. And of course, as you look throughout the the first century church, we see that it's not only to be disciples, but also to make disciples. Yes, that's right. Give yes, us your I'm... sense in terms of, of local impact as well. We've talked a bit about your burden for overseas missions, but another area that I want to explore Bishop Bolin, and that is that that sense of impacting right where you're planted. I mean, in, in your case, born in the mm. East Bay, ministering full time in the yeah. East Bay, and of course globally as well. And and some people, I think, sometimes get a little shy, or they think, well, you know, there just doesn't seem to be that much fruit here. This is an awful lot of work to try and 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 share Jesus in a community like the San Francisco Bay region. So, right. you know, better off to go somewhere else or. Maybe you, too, can expand on the notion, and you touched on this earlier, that the Ministry of Deliverance Full Gospel Missionary Baptist Church is not just addressing spiritual needs, though that's foremost, but also addressing felt needs, which in my mind looks very much like the ministry of Christ when he was here on earth. Yes, yes. And that's uh, one of the things that I really focus on in my ministry is to view the practical needs of people just like jesus when he when he saw that they were hungry he fed them when he saw they were thirsty he gave them drink when he saw they were sick he healed them so um i've always desired and uh uh deliverance is a ministry that helps to meet the practical need of its community you know, and uh, we see in our community, you know, we have homeless encampments and uh, different things. And one thing the Lord put on my heart is to do a, a citywide homeless encampment revival where we just go to each encampment, you know, whether it be in East Oakland, West Oakland, uh, North Oakland. And we just stand there and preach the gospel and give out some food and, uh, and things of that nature. But it needs to be done because the gospel has to go forth. And, you know, it makes also an important statement, I think. If we look, for example, at Christ's ministry on earth, without exception, every time that he went and spoke to a crowd, it was preceded by him moving through the crowd, bringing sight to the blind, healing the lame, addressing whatever felt need it might be, even up to and including the woman at the well, uh, who had more of a spiritual need than a felt need, but regardless, that sense of sensitivity to those needs. I, I almost see that as a way in which we are then um, given entree. If we're going to tell somebody about how, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, uh, people perhaps that, that don't know Christ would say, well, wait a minute, though. If God loves me, how come I'm sick? How come I'm dealing with these financial problems? How come I'm going through these challenges? And so for the church to come in and to be able to effectively address felt 
needs in my mind is just sort of a gateway into addressing eventually the most important thing and that is the spiritual needs and where a person stands in their relationship with Christ. Yes. That's so true. As you so, work through and see God continue to give the increase in your ministry, uh, Bishop Bolan, not just globally but but right here in the San Francisco Bay Area. What is your sense for the future? We're reading stories about tragic shootings in places like Oakland, mass shooting in Sacramento uh, recently, uh, these issues that come to the headline news that perhaps give people a sense of, of fear and trepidation. When you look at these events, what does it tell to you? And most importantly, what kind of a message do you think is behind all of that for the church today? Mm-hmm. I believe that this is a thing of the signs of the times, you know. Um, The Bible says that there would be a lot of killings and shootings and, uh, you know, mother against uh, one of the verses to Dr. Anderson's song that we used to come on the air with was it would be a time where mother would be against daughter. And father will be against sons. And uh, I remember him saying that you're almost going to have to have um, uh, metal detectors when kids go to school because you don't know what kids are bringing to school today, guns and knives and these things. And so uh, we're really in a time where it looks like things are getting worse before they get better. But I believe that we're in a dispensation of the Holy Spirit, and we really have to encourage the church to uh, depend. Because Jesus said in his word, he said, I'm going away to prepare a place for you, but I'm going to leave you a comforter. And so we need to really uh, be talking to the Holy Spirit and and, uh, encouraging our churches, our, our families to really be in relationship with the Spirit of God, because he's the one that's going to lead us to all truth during this time. But uh, with everything that's going on in our Bay Area and uh, in our nation today, these are just the signs of the time, you know, showing that Christ is on his way back. And uh, it's just sad to say that, you know, uh, people don't want to really get in relationship with Jesus today. You know, they rather do everything else than do God for real. Yeah, and, and and sadly, that describes as many inside of the church as outside of the church, and and that yeah. should be perhaps a wake up call. Um, yeah. That you know, as, as Scripture reminds us, judgment begins in the house of the Lord, and to make sure that we are found to be faithful servants um, in all things, is I think a little bit of self examination that that each of us need to do. Yes. Pastor Bullen, there are folks eavesdropping on our conversation today that are maybe new to the San Francisco Bay Area, looking Mm -hmm. for a church home, and uh, they've enjoyed our conversation. Tell us a bit about what God is doing in and through Deliverance Full Gospel Missionary Church. And for folks that are new, that are looking for a church home, tell us what they'll find at your church. Well, God is doing some great things at Deliverance, and uh, He's really calling us to grow you know we've uh like i said we've been established for 10 years and if you're looking for a church uh the motto of our church is we're a church where deliverance development and deployment takes place and uh uh, i say that to say that uh, we believe in helping god's people uh be delivered from whatever uh the enemy has tried to inflict on them or whatever life has taken them through we believe that deliverance can be for you uh 
and uh, development after you get delivered. You need to be developed. You need to be taught. You need to be trained. You need to come up and mature in the word of God. And so we believe in uh, uh, maturing people and helping them be the best that they can be for Christ. And then not only should we be developed, but we ought to be deployed. Like we were talking about early, you know, a lot of times we just stay, uh, we get delivered, you know, we get developed, we come to Bible study, but who are you sharing the word of God with? Are you going out? Are you being a witness? So I believe that uh, our church, and I know that our church is a church that deploys individuals to go out and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, if folks like to get more information about Deliverance Full Gospel Missionary Baptist Church, you can find information available on the web at Deliverance Full Gospel MBC. Think Missionary Baptist Church, Deliverance Full Gospel MBC.com. Now, your service times, Pastor, I understand you're meeting of Sundays at 12.30 p.m. and again at 6.30 p.m. And those yes. services are both in person and online. Correct. Excellent. And again, uh, we invite you, Deliverance Full Gospel Missionary Baptist Church, Sundays, 12.30 p.m., Sunday evening service at 6.30, located at 1649 12th Avenue in Oakland. Information again on the web at deliverancefullgospelmbc.com, or you can call the church directly at 510-872-1142. That's 510-872-1142. Bishop Pastor Earl Mullen, thank you so much, Pastor, for your time today. You're welcome. And thank you for your time as well and uh, making this interview take place.